We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But are we two white women that can't say this? I don't know. No, I think we can very comfortably say that this is a dumb idea. Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a little bit. How you doing? How's it going? I'm okay. What's new with you? I was sick all last week, so that was pretty much it. It was not the vid, but just like progressively worse on like Wednesday, felt like absolute shit, and then uh, popped back out of it. So that's pretty much all. I did learn that I work for a company that says in theory, hey, if you're not feeling well, don't come in, Not big deal, no big deal, like we'll be able to do without you. No, no, no. Come in while you're sick. Did you tell them you were sick and they were like, come in anyway? I told them I was sick and I'm like, I just know how they operate. It is just one of those like things where we're fully back to companies that are like, no, we care about you. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. I just have the experience now of companies that absolutely do not. So I'm like, I can read between the lines much, much sooner than I used to be able to. It was just a conversation where it was like, you know, like you could take the half day off or like maybe if you wanted to take the full day, like no big deal. Take care of yourself. But make sure you log in and like log it into your PTO. I'm like, what if we just gave me a gimme day? Like my ear feels like it's splitting from the rest of my head actively. Do we have to talk about PTO? What, what if the eight hours don't really fucking matter? As someone who hasn't had a job in going on seven months, which is pretty terrifying, I cannot relate, but I. You can empathize ish. Yeah, I, I actually I can't even empathize. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. PTO. What is that? <laughs> Those are just acronyms that I don't. I mean, you could easily call me a bitch right now and be like, hey, rub it in, Skylar, that you've got all this PTO that they're not giving you and your bosses are being too like strict about stupid shit i get it i know i got rejected by bloomingdale's today what kind of job at bloomingdale's like a sales associate i think i might be a prostitute you think that we're already headed there like we're back i mean i couldn't get a job at bloomingdale's i sent in my interview questions and they decided to go with other candidates i'm fucked what was the job the job was to sell clothes on the floor 
Oh, well, you don't want to do that anyway, so. <laughs> I don't want to do any job. I want this podcast to take off. That's the job I want. I mean, word, dude. I, I wish it would, but. I Yeah, it's uh, very depressing to not have a job. I understand why housewives are so depressed and have pill problems. But they, a housewife, like, well, I guess I don't actually know. I'm sure you can be a housewife and wish you had a job and you're just completely unable to because you're taking care of a ton of shit. But, like, I feel like that's not typically the case. I feel like sometimes they're like, oh, I'm so busy with my Pilates classes and all my shit I have to go do. Yeah, I guess if there's no expectation to have a job, then it's less depressing. But when you have to have a job for survival... There is a fear. Yes. So I guess I either need to get married or I need to start selling this pussy. What about as an in-between? What if you, like, you ever heard of the story of the guy that worked at, like, WAG or Rover or one of those, like, the dog walking things, and he ended up pulling in, like, 150K a year? Be that guy. Okay, I was on Rover, but then I had a seizure and I had to cancel all my clients, and since I canceled all my clients... I haven't been able to get more dogs. Go move over to WAG. <laughs> I guess I should like contact Rover and be like, what's going on? I feel like you could tell them, be like, hey, it was a medical emergency. Um, I really, really want to get back into doing this just to do something. You'd like it, obviously. It'd be fun. Yeah. What else could you do? What about child dance instructor and you can just teach them all the dances we learned in high school because none of those were how much would that pay i did it in college um that was like my summer job in college i taught dance to like three-year-olds so it was really just like realizing what your hands are and learning how to do a somersault i don't remember but like it wasn't a lot of money but it was enough to sustain me for a summer on that on top of shows and stuff you'd be not a bad spot. You'd at least have money. Yeah. I think being a prostitute. It's really where your head's at. It's <laughs> really where my head's at. I need a lot of money in a short amount of time. Right. Again, you're on OnlyFans. Couldn't you, like, take a baby step? Couldn't it just be, like, weird, not even foot things? There's got to be weird stuff you can do without totally having to, like, pee in the V. <laughs> you know? Just F in the V? Just finger in the V? Start out there. A good, clean hand in the V. I don't know if I could do it on camera. Like, I feel like I need to do it in a private environment. <laughs> I'm just, like, pushing to be a prostitute. You're, like, giving me options, and I'm like, no, I think I just have to be a prostitute. I mean, I've been supportive in the past. I'm just trying to think of the, cl like, cleanest and safest route for you to do that. And I don't really have a whole lot of – it's not in my wheelhouse. Mm. I've done a lot of things. I've never dabbled in prostitution. Do you believe in, like, destiny and, like, fate and all that shit? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. Do you think your destiny is to be a prostitute? 
I don't know. I don't know. But it's not to work as a saleswoman at Bloomingdale's, apparently. I mean, that's true. How many other retail jobs have you applied for, though? I feel like there's a lot of other places that you can go. Bloomingdale's is like insanity. I know. It's just kind of the point where I don't know how things could get worse. Knock on wood. I guess something with my health. Yeah. Not having a job for a long period of time is so frustrating. I did it twice in a year span, so it fucking blows. But it works out. It just is like, because it's like you're over the hump of, oh, this is really fun. Like, I don't have to go to work every day. Now it's just like, I would go and fucking do anything. And that's not necessarily the spot you want to get to. But like, understandably, when you're a person that you're like, no, I not only like things so I like buying them but I like to go and do stuff with my time it does start to like grate on you a little bit yeah like my friend is having a bachelorette party and they were texting me about it and I didn't know how to be like look cunts I don't know if I can make it because I'm poor because it's in August but I'm like I don't know how to say like I don't know if in August I'm gonna be living on the street with my dog so I can't really commit to this right now that's when you just ask what the Airbnb looks like and then <laughs> you turn into a squatter and you just don't move out when everyone else leaves. You're like, this is my house now. In Dallas, Texas. Hey, why not? I've been thinking of a career pivot. I think a lot of people go through this after time of unemployment. Mm -hmm. Obviously, prostitute is the highest on my list right now. Right. But I do have minor setbacks. I do feel like herpes, it's like, I'm an injured person trying to get into the NFL. Like, I might be a lower draft pick for some. I don't know. I feel like it's if you were to be going into the NFL already with CTE, you're like, oh, like, <laughs> I've already got concussions. No problem. This is <laughs> ideal. I'm finally where I'm supposed to be. I think it's great. Um, what is number two? For the sake of having a number two on the list maybe working in fashion somehow okay i like this but it's that's competitive it is competitive what about you know what i did and this didn't work out for me but you might be better at it than i was i do distinctly remember when I was job hunting, I was looking on LinkedIn specifically for like copywriter jobs, which I know you would be very good at. And anytime I found a job posting that had typos in it, I would highlight the typos and like screenshot them. And then I would send them to the hiring manager. I'm like, I think you need someone for this job right away. And here's why. I, and like you rewrite their jo own job description better than they did. I, it, it happened a lot for like, it was almost funny and ironic if it, if I wasn't so desperate for a job. Um, so you had to like toe the line between being mean and being like, no, look, like this is me and my talent. But those are out there. So did you get the job? I got at least one interview out of one of them. And then they obviously, I think they were either trying to be a dick right back to me. I'm like, listen, my, I have no self-esteem right now. Like you can say whatever you want to me. It's already been said. So it didn't work, Skylar. It didn't work. Didn't totally work, but... <laughs> It sort of did. And it's a tactic. It's like when you hear about the people that like, and you can't be this person because someone else already did it. But the guy that like 
wrote his resume on a box of donuts and then went into the office of the company he wanted to work in. And he got in because he said he was food delivery for whatever the company was and then came in and his resume was inside the donuts and like gave it to management. And that was a thing. Like you almost need to do that type of how will I go viral on the internet type of shit? Cause why not? I guess I have to go into Gucci in like a full Gucci suit. Yeah. With Miley in a full Gucci suit. You both need to be wearing it. And then you can like have your resume written on like your abs and then just rip off your Gucci shirt and then your resume will be right there. That'll be memorable. Let me tell you, I've been out of work eating ice cream. I no longer have abs. Those abs are gone. Just like the jobs that I had once, my abs are also gone. One typically goes with the other. I get it. It's just tough also because I felt like I was making really good money and then you go from doing well to doing bad and a step backwards. And I know I sound very privileged right now, but when whenever you take a step down, it just feels horrible. Yeah. And I guess that's when you have to rise above it and work hard, but I don't know if that's enough. It doesn't feel like enough right now. There is something to be said for going into a job, having taken the step back down and going in and being like, all right, well, I'm making money. Again. Like you get the job. That is a step below you if like, because it is, but you take it and then you're like, all right, well, sick. I'm going to figure this out pretty quickly because I kind of already know how to do it because I kind of already did it. And then you coast for about six months and then everyone real, and then you're the one that's really, really good at your job for a while. And then they all figure it out. And then you start getting more responsibility. Going in a step down at least means, A, you'll get the job. B, it'll be really easy for you to do and excel at it. And then when you're back in the groove of like going to work again, then that's when it hits where it's like, oh, wait, things will get really tricky now. And then that's fine because you were ready for that anyway. So aim low. That's the advice here. I could try to become a trainer at Equinox. Those people don't do goddamn shit. They don't do shit. No. You do need to be certified for that, though. Isn't that annoying? I was going to become a yoga teacher and then it was like eight grand, not really, but like $2,500 to get certification. Yeah. And I'm like, by the time you spend that, when are you making the money back? Exactly. Okay. I thought about this the other day because a lot of them are like that. Isn't that just like the ultimate MLM? Like, isn't becoming a fitness instructor of any kind, aren't, isn't that just pyramid scheme? Like someone explained to me how it's not because I... Don't believe it. What is an impairment scheme these days? I mean, yeah. But they're all pay to play, right? Like there isn't one of those that you can just take like an online course. And even if that costs like 50 bucks, but like there's nothing that you can just teach yourself how to do it. You have to pay for the training for all of them. I don't know with SoulCycle if you have to pay for the training. Okay. That's one I'm not sure because I know you have to audition to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And they might have teacher training for free, but that may have changed in this economy. Yeah. Audition to be a teacher. <laughs> Hi, my name is Hannah. I'll be teaching you today. Wait, you're, I, is that your fitness instructor voice? I want to hear it. Hey, guys. Welcome to the class. No, sorry. I can't hear you. I need to be a little bit louder, 1030. 
getting here was half the battle. Oh, my God. I kind of want to do this now, too. If you go audition somewhere, I'll go with you. You know what? I applied to be a SoulCycle instructor a long time ago, maybe six years ago, and I didn't get an audition. Might as well try, try again. I'm trying to think of the fitness studios that I've been to where I'm just looking around. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. And those could be the ones we aim for. Like, why seven? <laughs> I feel like they don't like you might have been trained as a yoga instructor, but I think you're just you have really good vision in the dark. I think that's part of their thing. You just have to walk around in the dark and not kick somebody in the face. You just have to have 2020 vision and you can be a Y7 instructor. Yeah, basically. So add that to the list because they never do any of it. Like they're constantly just walking around yelling out things to you while Rihanna or Drake plays. They're not doing any of those moves with you. That's so true. I love how, yeah, we're thinking of places where you can aim low. As I've expressed on this podcast, core power yoga is full of alcoholics who go to core power to sweat out the toxins they consume that weekend. So I don't know if I drank enough to work there. I might be too much of a sober person to work at Core Power Yoga, but I do think I am lazy enough that I could do it. That means you'd move up the ladder quite quickly. (laughs) Like every time there's just a complaint from one of the teachers and maybe that's the energy that I could bring because I've got tons to complain about. Yeah. Um, we can transition from my depression slash unemployment for now, but just know that if anyone out there is struggling, you are alone, I guess, because I don't know you, but you're not alone. Um, the other thing that I had sent you is my worst nightmare because it doesn't make any fucking sense and i'm just so sick of these things the jennifer lopez producing the bob the builder movie starring anthony ramos why what are your thoughts i think i sent this to you and i said i'm like is this a mad lib because none of those things make sense at all yeah i think it's the barbie effect you know everyone wants the next barbie but The thing with the Barbie movie is it was a message about women and and done by a talented director. I'm sorry, Jennifer Lopez, but like she's somebody that I think needs a dose of reality. Like someone on her team needs to be like, hey, Ben Affleck just needs to like sit her down and be like, hey, mommy. Um... (laughs) The singing thing, decent. Your face defies gravity, really psyched about that. Acting, depends. Stop making wedding movies because no one needs any more of those. But like, you're not bad. But there's nothing that Jennifer Lopez does that I'm like, oh my God, blown away. Whereas Greta Gerwig, historically, is really fucking talented and great at what she does. So right there and then I'm like, no, none of that should be happening. Anthony Ramos was on was in Hamilton, and then he was in In the Heights. So if we've learned anything, work with Lin-Manuel Miranda and stick to singing and dancing. What the fuck are you going to do as Bob the Builder? Well, my whole thing is like, what's the message behind Bob the Builder? Is it going to be about immigration? Okay, it says, 
audience will see Bob as he takes on issues affecting the island of Puerto Rico and digs deeper into what it means to build. Bob's journey will celebrate the vibrant and colorful textures of the Caribbean Latin nations and their people. I feel like there's a million different ways we could do that than through Bob the Builder. We're learning about the Caribbean nations through Bob the Builder. Can he fix it? Yes, he can. Like, si se puede. Like, I don't. Why are we? There's no reason for this. There's no reason for any of these people to be attached to it. There's no reason for it to be live action, which I'm assuming it's going to be, which is fucking weird. Like, was no. Bob the Builder Hispanic? I don't think so. Dora the Explorer was. Are we just like, is it part of the same universe? Isn't it a little bit racist to think that Bob the Builder is a Latino construction worker? <laughs> is I'm is, just saying. I feel like Jennifer Lopez didn't think this through. Okay. Okay, Bob the Builder, his nationality, according to Google, is British. So they are making him Puerto Rican, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which does feel a little racist. Yes. Of all the little kids. Up to build that, that wall. God. Yeah, make the show like five years ago. It would have been a fucking disaster. I just like there are so many little kid shows that I'm sure we could explore a lot of themes through. And they're not people like make a Paw Patrol thing about exploring and I don't know. They all have jobs too. Like I just, I think it's weird. I think it's such a random, like, reach for something. I hope it never comes to fruition. And not because I don't want Anthony Ramos to do something. I think he's very talented. I just think this is a waste of his talent. I think Jennifer Lopez needs to find another passion project. Like. It's just so telling of the industry, though, that Barbie does well. So they're like, okay, what other franchise can we make live action You know, it's like the and industry like is theme. so lack of creativity that they just have to latch on to whatever works and be like, okay, this. I guess it's kind of like the internet, too. It's like the people who are, like, eating Subway sandwiches. It's like, oh, I guess I got to eat another Subway sandwich. You know, it's just, like, finding the thing that works. I guess. I don't know. But I yeah, agree I think, with like, you. I mean, hearing that Bob the Builder is British and they're doing this is pretty crazy yeah but are we two white women that can't say this i don't know no i think we can very comfortably say that this is a dumb idea um are we allowed to comment on like what it means to build in the broader sense probably not do we understand the journey and the vibrant and colorful textures of the caribbean latin nations and their people no but I think that if that's the movie you want to write, get a really fucking good, smart writer and write an incredible movie about that. Don't throw a hard hat on it and try to make it something else. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Is there any um, character that's a prostitute that could be a live action in Amsterdam that I could potentially play? Um, So they did already make Barbie. Uh... (laughs) I, have they made a Bratz movie? Because that could be an origin story where it's just like, we were down and out in the red light district, but now we brought ourselves up because we love fashion 
and here we are. And then you'll be like, I don't know the Bratz girls' names, but. Now we work retail at Louis Vuitton. Exactly. Um, the American dream. So I found this article that says, it's from the Gotham, it says, for $50, a New Jersey animal shelter will neuter your ex. And it's just neutering cats, right? For $50, the Blackwood-based shelter and clinic will neuter your ex. That is, it'll name a feral cat after your most positively, catastrophically, clawful, oof, former partner, spouse, or fling. So I guess they're just naming a cat. That feels a little neutering the cat. Yeah. But that's a little, like, it's time to move on. Well, that's like the people that, like, isn't the Bronx Zoo or something? Can't you name a cockroach and then they feed it to one of the animals there? Like, after a certain point, I'm like, I'm sorry that someone did you that dirty, but Jesus Christ. You're spending your own money. Like, $50 yeah. is a lot of money. You're spending money on the ex still. Like, not even just the mental energy. You're still spending money on that person. Go get yourself a gel manicure and, like, I don't know, in a color they would hate if you really want to stick it to them. I'm not sure. But, like, it's unnecessary. I wonder who's doing that. That's so embarrassing. People with money to throw around and who are not over their exes. But also, I think there are a lot of people. I say this all the time. Every time people break up with someone, I'm like, you know, you don't have to hate them. Like, unless they do something terrible. Like, obviously, people we should hate are pretty fucking obvious. If someone is abusive to you, hate that person. They deserve it. They can go to hell. But, like, if you just break up because somebody ghosts you or you break up because you don't like them anymore, like, you don't have to hate someone. You can just be like, all right, well... Weird choice on your part, but fine. I'm going to go off and keep doing my thing, and then it's fine. Okay, Skylar, obviously you're the voice of reason on this podcast, and I'm not. I think it's plenty okay to hate your ex. I think it is plenty okay to have anger in your heart and in your stomach for someone who ghosts you. I think that's fine. However, going so far as to spend money on them is like you hate yourself. You don't hate that person. Because then right. it's, like, well, so that's... embarrassing. You're like, can I name this cat after a guy who ghosted me? And they're like, move yeah. on, babe. But, yes, you can. Please take the 50 bucks. Snip, snip. Like, can you imagine yeah. retelling that to someone? It's, like, one of those things, fine if you do it. But if you tell people, oof. No. I don't know. I People will do ridiculous shit, but. I, and myself included. Yeah, but, like. Even if you thought this was a funny idea, I feel like you would get to the point where you're like, but wait, like 50 bucks. I'm not, I don't give enough of a shit about that person or that cat. Like I want to go buy myself something instead. Do you have any friends who you think would do this? Yes, I do. (laughs) But they're the kind that like they need, I have certain friends that they need to hate an ex. Like they can't get over somebody unless it's like, oh, my God, fuck him, right? Like, we all hate him. I'm like, he actually wasn't a bad guy, but, like, all right, fine. Or it was just like, yeah, he did a shitty thing. We never need to talk about him again. Like, why are we still talking about this person from seven years ago? Yeah. I guess it's kind of like a voodoo doll. Yeah. And you want to take really your anger out. But, yeah, then 
spend 50 bucks, go to a boxing class and just like wail on the bag for 45 minutes. You get yeah. hot out of that one. I don't understand the problem. See, this is how not dating has been so healthy for me where I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. Whereas like a year ago, <laughs> I might have been like, I'm going to fucking do this. Actually, but a year ago, I had two jobs. So I could have done this. <laughs> yeah. You would have already done it twice. <laughs> yeah, I just have no men or money, so I can't do this. So I'm shitting on this all the way. So bad idea. But yeah, I do think a manicure or a workout class is definitely a healthier choice. Yeah, it's just whatever would make you feel better if you're like, oh, if I were to run into them tomorrow. The best revenge is not going to be neutering a fucking cat or naming a cockroach and giving it to a parakeet or whatever they do. I don't know. It would be running into that ex and being like, whatever $50 you spent is evident on you in some way. And you look amazing and they're still a schlub. And you're like, oh, hi, good to see you or something. And then you walk away and you got to be the one that looked really good and they looked like themselves. Wise words from Skylar Corby, who is married. So I I do feel like you have the... I know something. You know, like your ring on your finger is their certificate on the wall to be like, ladies, do's and don'ts. Follow me. Listen to me. Um, I listened to Jessica Simpson's book on tape. Oh my God. You know, I'm such a huge proponent of it. What do you do think? You liked the book, right? I loved the book. I love, I mean, it's an old book. So I guess it's like, we're bringing up something from a few years ago. When did it come out? Yeah. I think it was like 2020 or something. I definitely, it was either a COVID read or a 2021 read. I forget. I, well, I just, cause you know, Spotify now has books on tape. Yeah. So I decided to listen to Jessica Simpson's book and she drags John Mayer so hard. So hard. Wait, does she read it? Yeah, she reads it. Oh, that's even more fun. Very nice. No, she, both him and Nick Lachey, like Nick Lachey afterwards, I'm like, oh buddy, oh God, what happened to you? Like she crushes them. It's great. I think with Nick Lachey, there's like some still love there in a way that's like she drags him and makes him look bad, but she also acknowledges her own part in the marriage that was falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Nick Lachey, with Nick Lachey, it was like a star is born. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> it was Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey is going to be A Star is Born Part 5. The fifth yeah, remake. basically. And I kind of, I don't want to say I understood his resentment, but I think she was getting more famous and he was getting less famous. Yeah. And his response to it wasn't okay, but it was just kind of classic, man. Yeah, like... You were working hard towards something. You could be really supportive until your girlfriend or whomever was getting more famous. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, no, that's not what we, that's not what I meant. Like, and the thing was, it's like, dude, you were in the third or fourth string boy band of the time. You weren't, you were in the one that could beat them all up. That's what you guys were known as. Like 98 Degrees was the buff boy band. 
but they weren't any, they were never going to be more popular than NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. They just weren't. So you couldn't possibly think that, like he couldn't possibly think that it was going to be some big success. And the only thing he could have thought was that his solo career was going to take off. And uh, it didn't. It didn't. Solo did not go platinum. Sorry. But John Mayer sounds like such a piece of shit. Yeah. My friend met him at a bar, John Mayer, and she got his number and they were texting and he asked her to come over. And she said, how about you take me to dinner first? (laughs) And he responded, I'm John Mayer. Yeah. And so she did. She said she didn't go over to his house because she loved his music so much. She knew that if she had had sex with him, it would have ruined it for her. Yeah, no, that's probably true. That's smart. Yeah. When I heard that story, I was like, John Mayer sounds like the biggest piece of shit. And then I read this book and I'm like, I guess he is the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. He sounds awful. He just sounds like... He sounds like a major fuckboy, but he sounds like he's been a fuckboy for like 20 years. Like, he started it, basically. He's like the OG fuckboy. The OG fuckboy. Like, so, and I mean, he's a good looking dude, but if you really look at John Mayer, like, if if you look at it through the scope of like, all right, does someone deserve to be acting this way? And you look at him, you're like, not really. He is very talented, so, but I don't know. He just... The musician, the guy that can play the guitar, just for whatever reason, has scored all the babes. But he really dragged her for a little bit. It was bad. He did? I think so. Like, what, I mean, I dragged her in a way where it was like the fuckboy where he was like, what, I was like paying you a compliment. I was being nice. Where he called her the sexual napalm. And it's like, oh, yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. That is disgusting, especially because she tries to act like... Or she was trying to act like she was very Christian and wasn't having sex. And then he just yeah. minimized her to that. Yeah. I'm surprised. Can you not sue for libel? I don't know. I guess it depends on how. I mean, I'm sure she could have. Or he um, could have. John Mayer. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think that's how you know that he knows. He's like, no, that's that's me. <laughs> that's what I do. Like, he has no leg to stand on. He knows that is how he is. Um, but he also just probably doesn't care. I'm not sure. I wonder if he read the book. I wonder if I John Mayer it. reads books. I think he does because he seems like enough of a douche. He's, he's a smart guy. Like, he's a very funny person, unfortunately. And you can't be funny and witty the way he is if you're not smart and like well-read it just unfortunately doesn't work that way but um I think he would also be the first person to tell you how many books he reads and how smart he is and that's always a really obnoxious person to be around I probably would have uh had sex with him had he been like I'm John Mayer depends on when it happens because you've heard of my personal rule where I'm like if something happens with a singer I can listen to their music up until that point and then I can't yeah. anymore. So I it if this was like 2012, 13 Mayer, I could do it because I'd be like, it's fine. Continuum already came out. I fucking love that album. Do whatever you want. 
But like, if it was before that, I'd be like, ah, oh, man, no. Yeah, I, I just think I don't respect myself enough, I guess. I would have done it, I think, for the story, for the plot. I would have had to know how good in bed he was. I wonder if John Mayer's good in bed. What does Dumois call him? What is his nickname? Isn't it safe sex something something? I forget where what? it all started. Dumas has like nicknames for certain celebrities. John Mayer's is safe sex something something. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is headphone dino bone something because he wears headphones while he has sex with girls. I've heard that. Or like ear pop. And there's another one. But I forget like I mean if that's accurate then at least you know John Mayer would have wrapped it up. So. Well he would have had to because I have herpes. <laughs> that chivalrous. <laughs> Maybe he does too. Maybe that's why he wants condoms. Maybe he has AIDS. Statistically, weird things. Oh, it's just his nickname by Dumois is Safe Sex. Okay. I know it came from something, though. It's like from a story or like multiple stories where people are like, no, he always has a condom. So. I wonder at what age that gets old to just fuck a bunch of random people. I mean, I think it... (laughs) ask Leonardo DiCaprio I think if uh you're dazed and confusing it and the girls are chronically 24 years old it's probably pretty fun for a while there are like I don't know fucking a celebrity would be hard for me because they would need to really be like hot hot like it wouldn't be fun for me like if John Mayer showed up and he's like dad botting it up and all that I'd be like I don't know about that like I can't I wouldn't be attracted. It wouldn't be enough for him to be just John Mayer. I'm like, no, dude, you got to pull out all the stops. Like, what are we about to do? Because my brain just, I can't do that. And, like, I don't like it when people sing to me or play guitar, so he wouldn't be able to pull that out of his back pocket. Like, that would turn me off even more. That'd be the biggest ick. So. I wonder if he does that. I would hope not. But, again, I think it depends, like, on the girl or the situation or yeah I don't know well back to the because I listened to it over audiobook Skylar do you think I read the Jessica Simpson book no I don't I think you listened to it I think you just had a really long podcast or Jessica Simpson just told you her feelings for I don't know two hours like that's not reading you didn't read it the words didn't I have such strong feelings about this the words I know didn't go you do. through your I, eyeballs. Yes, but we just had a we just had a fair we just had a discussion about the book. We just had an argument, not an argument, but we just had a discussion about John Mayer, which we couldn't have had if I hadn't read the book. I did I guess I You didn't, didn't read it. You listened to it. Reading is when you look at words on a page and those words go up to your eyeballs and then you comprehend them in your brain and you're like, huh, interesting thought. It's not Jessica Simpson just being on the phone with you basically and telling you like, hey Hannah, here's a fun story. La 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 la. That's telling you a story. You talk to her. It didn't make our story, it didn't make our conversation any less enriching. And had I said I read the book, you wouldn't even know the difference. I wouldn't have, which is the point. If you're going to fucking listen to an audiobook, lie. Say you read it. I don't give a shit. But don't tell me that you listened to it and that counts as reading a book. Like all these Colleen Hoover bitches that 
quote unquote read a book last year, but they actually audio booked it up while they were walking their kids around. No, you listened to it. You didn't read 50 books last year. Colleen Hoover read to you. It was fucking story time for however many hours of the day in your 2023, but you did not read a book. I can't do it. It makes me so mad. Well, because Spotify has audiobooks now. Well, that's just great. You know what I listen to on Spotify? Music. You want to know how I do it? Through my fucking ears. I'm not reading the lyrics. It's not karaoke. Fine. I will die. I will die on this hill. I will dig my own grave at the top of this hill. I'll die up there. But before I go, bury myself six feet under. I don't care. I well, the next book that I'm reading on Spotify is The House Across the Lake. And I have to be honest, this narrator is annoying. Why? Let me let me play you a little. Just happened. Don't freak out, I say, recalling her blue lips, her ice cold skin, her utter unnerving stillness. But I think you almost drowned. It's annoying, right? I hate it. No. What is that voice? It's like this. I'm like, maybe I can like narrate audiobooks. Yeah. I, I was think just I- going to say, I feel like you could definitely narrate audiobooks. I would listen to you read me anything. That's sweet. Yeah. Let me read the Celsius ingredients. No high fruit. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Take two. Maybe I do need to read more. No high fructose corn syrup. No aspartame. Aspartame. (laughs) You know what? I think I would have to train myself and read a little more. Oh my God, you're right. It's not not reading. It's not reading. It's not reading. Thank you. Wow. But once you do practice a little more, I feel like you could do that. I feel like that'd be fun, actually. I agree. It would be a great job. Any job that I can show up to in sweatpants and all I have to do is not have like screamed at someone the day before. I just have to have like smooth talking, smooth jazz voice. I'd love that. In a, but for now, I'll be a prostitute. Yeah. Baby steps. Uh, can I even say that? Can I even use that as my professional title? Prostitute? Yeah. I don't know. What could you change it to on LinkedIn to make it sound more professional? Sex worker? No, a little more professional than that. I do feel like sex worker is worse than prostitute because it has the word sex in it. Maybe that's just me. But people are like, like don't call them prostitutes. It's like the way we cancel words now, it's just like, don't use a word that you used in 2000. Just change the word. But I do feel like sex worker is like, uh, makes you sound yeah. like you're not working. Like a prostitute, that's a title. That's a job title. Like a sex yeah. worker, it's like someone who works, I don't know, with computers, like computer worker. I would rather be an engineer than a computer worker. I'd rather be a prostitute than a sex worker. Yeah. I think anything with worker at the end of it, I'm like, why do we dumb it down? Like, I think prostitute gets the point across and it's accurate. And 
I don't mean I don't mean any more or less disrespect saying prostitute than I do sex worker. Like, yeah, it's like I asked my friend who's a, a hairstylist, and I called her a hairdresser, and I was like, "I'm sorry, is that rude?" I to call you a hairdresser. She was like, "No." <laughs> yeah. There's for a some reason things. in my mind, it's rude to call a hairdresser a hairdresser. The only one I can think of that it's like, ooh, I'm sure that's not great is like, because we, flight attendant is the correct term. We don't say stewardess anymore, right? Or is flight attendant bad? I don't even know anymore. I can't keep track. I'm going to just offend people left and right, and I promise you I don't mean to. It's just there's too many words and I'm reading all of them, so it takes me a little bit of extra time. Maybe that's why you're so confused. Is it because it be. you're reading books, which is like so 2010, and those words are no longer applicable to everyday They're life. They're just floating around in my brain, and I have no use for any of them. Um, okay, well, this has been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> enlightening uh helpful towards hannah's career all the things okay when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.